switched on on F104 and I'm joined by sex educator Dr. Caroline West. Hello. Hello, Louise. How are you? Very good. Thank you so much for chatting to us. So there's been the discussion in the news about recreational uses of Viagra. But what are some of the concerns around this? Yeah, I think, well, first of all, it's great to see something like this is accessible now. You know, you can get it over the counter in chemists. The the concern is that people are using it as a bit of a quick fix solution, really. Um, you know, the problem that people might think of when, when they're thinking of what they're using Viagra for, which is that a penis isn't getting an erection. They might think, oh, it's all a physical thing when actually quite a lot of the time it can be an emotional issue as well, because sex is only about 10% physical. The rest is all about emotional aspects of like why we want to have sex and who we want to have sex with and what kind of sex we want to have. Um, our genitals just kind of help that along a little bit. So if something's gone wrong, you know, we're very quick to look at the physical side, but I think we really have to look at the the mental side as well. Has porn contribute to this pressure of it always being right and it always working? I think a little bit and and not necessarily porn's fault, but the fault of, you know, sex education that doesn't address um, that porn isn't real life and what you're seeing on screen is not real. But porn, you know, they, they, they're professionals, so they're doing that for a job. They're used to having sex for such long times. But you're also not seeing the behind the screens thing of them taking Viagra or injecting substances into their penis as well to make it work. Or that a stunt person is kind of coming in for uh, the final shot, so to speak. And like all these little tricks of the trade that kind of go on behind the scenes. But you're not seeing that. You're seeing, you know, a squished down, cut up video that maybe lasts for like five minutes or something and you see these men that are like have no issues whatsoever um, and they have giant penises and they can have sex for hours and hours and it's like that's actually not real life but because we don't talk about it you know people don't have access to decent sex education that says look porn isn't real like let's talk about this so people think well this is what I have to do and that's a lot of pressure on guys or if you have a penis you know to be like I must be this 24-7 sex machine when really even the porn stars aren't 24-7 sex machines so yeah it can be a, a bit of a simplistic thing of going oh porn's the problem when really it's like our relationship with porn and our understanding of what porn is and our access to decent sex education that that really tells us the realities of porn that would be great for everyone to have how could communication around it be better because obviously sex education is huge but is there other, other ways like is kind of media at fault as well in part I think it's a very nuanced question. Like there's a lot of different routes to it, so to speak. You know, sex education comes from many aspects. It comes from our parents, the media, TV, Instagram, Love Island, uh, you know, you name it, there's sex in it. The latest Beyonce songs are all about sex, you know, Taylor Swift songs. Um, So we talk about sex all the time, but we also don't very much talk about what that means on a personal level or if you're struggling with an issue, you know, who do you go to? Who do you talk to? So I think there's a lot of people when it comes to sex, they can feel quite vulnerable because obviously sex can be very connected to trauma if there's negative experiences as well. So the end result is you have people, you know, feeling like they can't reach out to someone or that they're doing it wrong or there's something weird about them. And, you know, that's not the case. You know, there's no pun intended, literally different strokes for different people. Um, 
So I think if we had decent sex education that says, look, like sex is is a weird and wonderful world and there's so many different ways to have it. And you can have sex if you have a disability or, you know, whatever is going on for you. Or if if you're age 90, fair play to you if you're still having sex at age 90. Um, So I think it's about having those open, calm conversations that aren't uh, full of stigma or shame, which has kind of been the case for a long time in Irish society. And obviously it can be different if you're being... Um, assessed by a medical professional but if you're just using it as a younger man what are some of the dangers of that if it's not being prescribed? Yeah so some of the dangers might be that maybe you become more reliant on it and you think oh I'll just pop a Viagra and that'll solve everything and then you get really frustrated if that doesn't solve everything. You know Viagra isn't going to help you with communication or consent or talking about what kind of sexual pleasure that you're really into. All it is essentially going to do is relax the muscles in your penis so more blood can flow in and you can get an erection. It's not going to help with things like low sex drive or, you know, issues around compulsive sexual behavior. So it's not this magic bullet um, that people might think it is. And, you know, it is great that it's available over the counter, but, you know, it's not that one solution for absolutely everything. So if you are struggling with other parts of your sexuality, you know, therapy is great. Sex therapy, your GP, you know, all these people are there not to judge you or anything, but just to help you find pathways that work for you Um, and sometimes you know it can be uncomfortable dealing with the emotional side of sex but it's really homework worth doing let's just say there's no maths involved thankfully but good homework to do. (laughs) I'm assuming it would be important then to have a discussion with your partner as well in this case. Yeah, absolutely. Especially, you know, you know the, the main Viagra uh, version of, of this medication, you know, you generally have to take that about an hour or so beforehand. Um, there's others that work kind of quicker. But, you know, if, if you're taking it with the hope seven sex in an hour, well, what are you doing in that hour with your partner? You know, are you kind of talking to them about sex or, you know, maybe penetration isn't really the be all and end all for a lot of people. Um, and it's not. It's other forms of sex and it's other forms of emotional intimacy as well so if you're having those issues talk to your partner you know there's no point in um being in a lovely loving kind healthy relationship if you feel like you can't talk about anything sexual or anything that goes wrong with your partner you know we're not perfect we're human we're messy we're gonna have issues and if we feel like we can't talk to our partner that might be a little bit of a red flag for the relationship Mm -hmm. because our partners should be super supportive of us and to work together as a team to solve any issues. So if you feel like you don't have that, you know, maybe have a look at the relationship as well. So there's no easy answers when it comes to sex. It's all very complicated, which is kind of why I like working in this area. Mm-hmm. There's always something new. Um, but I think, yeah, it all comes down to that kind of communication with your partner. It's, it's, it's so essential. Where's the best place to go for more information if you are having problems? So I would say, you know, if you want to try it, go to your chemist and they'll do They'll have a little chat with you beforehand. Um, it is available over the counter, but they do ask you a couple of questions as well. Otherwise, your GP is great. Um, you know, they can kind of point you to other options that are out there because things like, you know, um, if you have low sex drive or issues, even get an erection, that could be something like diabetes, you know. So to have maybe a, a general uh, health screen, that can be really important. And then if you 
think that actually this is more of an emotional issue, you know, previous sexual trauma, sexual experiences, nervousness, all, all those pressures, gendered sexual norms, all of it. There's so much of it, you know, to work that out with therapists is a really good idea. And I think as a country, we're getting so much better about talking about our feelings, which we didn't used to do. Um, so I always think everyone should be in therapy all the time, at least once a week, and we might be a happier um, society. But, you know, it's always good to know there is someone out there to listen and there are solutions. It's just finding what works for you as an individual. Absolutely. Sex educator and host of Glow West podcast, Dr. Caroline West. Thank you very much for chatting to us. Thank you.